Debbie Peterson. You're listening to Nourish Noshes, stories about real people, real food, and real life. We're integrative health counselors on a quest to make the world a healthier place. So glad you've joined us. All right, here we are talking about why we love sugar. This is part two of our sugar series. And we're going to start out by talking about uh, some of the most natural kinds of sugars. Right. We're also going to touch on artificial sweeteners and sugar alcohols. But let's start with the good stuff. Let's start with the good stuff. Honey. It's one of the yeah. most beautiful sugars, right? That golden honey. Yep. Yum, 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 honey. <laughs> right. And when we, when we eat the honey, just... Uh, the bees work so hard for it, right? And it's uh, so we just need to have a little bit more appreciation for the, for the honey. And whenever you can, go for local honey, right? Um, make it raw. Make it raw. And some of the some of the most um, processed honeys out there don't have a hundred percent honey in it. So please buy local. Buy from your friends who are harvesting honey who care for their bees. That's right. right? So we need to know about honey is that it does have a high fructose content. So it might cause trouble for some people with fructose malabsorption problems. Or FODMAPs. Yeah. So fructose is in honey um, is accompanied though by an equal amount of glucose so it can be easy for some people to digest. So just you know test your system. Right. We're always trying to understand what's best for us. So just if honey works for one person it doesn't have to work for any, everybody. But it is I think it is the best natural sweetener out there. Absolutely. So honey's number one. Number two is maple syrup. I remember my grandfather tapping his big maple trees and um, had a huge farm, 145 acre farm, and that was one of the best treats going to his house is to have the, their homemade maple syrup. We do that at our house now. We have a couple of maple trees in our yard and we tap it. And we have a couple jars of maple syrup. Oh, that's fabulous. Yeah. All right, so it's relatively low in fructose, and so it's a good option for people who um, have some trouble with fructose. It also contains some manganese, potassium, some iron, and calcium. Necessary minerals. So some good minerals for us. So maple syrup is number two. The next one is molasses, and it's essentially table sugar, but with nutrients. So um, it's not as processed, and it's that nice dark rich original color and it also has minerals iron calcium and magnesium and that's what's stripped from actual table sugar that's what um, makes and it it's different. refining same plant the cane um, sugar cane but much more nutritious and then we've got the coconut palm sugar it's relatively new to the market mm -hmm. and uh, that's what you and I both use in baking yeah it's right? really good one-to-one -one with regular sugar so yeah, I like that. It's not as processed, and it also contains a higher amount of magnesium, nitrogen, and vitamin C than natural sweeteners. I haven't tried the coconut nectar yet. No, though. I haven't either. But so I'd we'll like have to research that one. That's right. See how that is. So another all-natural sugar that's out there that's well-known these days is agave nectar. And it's really well-known because it's super low on the glycemic index. And it got out there as an all-natural sugar. So yeah, it was a darling child. I know right. I introduced it to my clients. Yep. Sorry about that, everybody. Right. We, <laughs> we weren't quite sure. Yep, cookbooks came out for the, using agave nectar. It was, yeah. you know, the, the next best thing. And to, it's still very popular. Yeah, it really is. But we want to put a warning on that because mm -hmm. it's really not good. 
And the reason is because it is uh, far higher in fructose than high fructose corn syrup. And as we said before, there's a lot of people have trouble with fructose. Um, it is super, super sweet. Uh, people don't digest it well. But aside from that, we also don't digest it in our digestive system. We actually process right. it in our liver. Mm -hmm. And that's not a natural place for sugars to be digested. It doesn't raise our glycemic index because our insulin doesn't go up. Right. And our insulin doesn't go up because it doesn't recognize it as a real sugar. And we want our insulin to go up. You know, that's normal because it also suppresses some other hormones that tell us you're not hungry anymore. You're, right. you're done. And if we don't have that message... We're going to keep eating, and we're going to keep eating sweet things, and that's what puts the weight on. So it's and the weight and damages our liver, among other things. Exactly. Yeah. So <clears throat> warning on the all natural, quote unquote, agave nectar. Right. And and besides all that, it is highly, highly processed. Yeah. It's not nearly what it looks like when it comes out of the. So the next thing we wanted to talk about is artificial sweeteners. And their main selling point is that they have no calories. We're a very demanding society, right? We, we want to have all these sweet things with no calories, but that really messes with our hormones. Even by name, they are artificial sweeteners. Anything with artificial, that's one, that's one word we say to our clients. If you, we don't tell you not to eat anything necessarily, but please stay away from the artificial stuff. Yeah, definitely. It, and with the artificial sweeteners, it does give us a spike in insulin. It does, so it does recognize that, and it, it, it says, okay, but it's a huge spike because they're, you know, they're, some are 600 times sweeter than table sugar, some are 7,000 times sweeter than 7, table sugar. 7,000 times sweeter, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, and the side effects are even crazier. Just, our, our taste buds aren't used to that kind of sweetness. It's not a natural sweetness, and so... Yeah, so an apple doesn't taste like an apple anymore after right. we've had a bunch of artificial sweeteners. So yeah. we're really not, we're very, they're so denatured, we become denatured. That's right. And that's why a lot of kids are not eating really healthy, good stuff because it has no taste to them. They're used to these super flavors, especially sweetness. Yeah. So we need to train our taste buds back to natural sweetness. So we need to be really careful about the ingredients list right. on the packages. Anything that says diet or low fat even right. or... Right. Read the labels. Yeah. Um, Anything in a package, really. Right. And we know the brand names. We know Splenda. We know Equal. We know Sweet and Low. And so we know, stay away from those. But sometimes they're not labeled as the brand name. Like sucralose is one of those, mm. which is what Splenda is. Right. And sucralose is actually processed by using chlorine, which is a neurotoxin. Yeah, that's, a, that's very crazy. Right. It's a carcinogen. So nobody would, you know, willfully eat something that was processed with chlorine, but you are if you're having Splenda or sucralose. Yeah. Um, and just another thing too is aspartame has had a lot of press out there as not being healthy. And we need to reiterate that. I think it's been investigated as causes of brain tumors, mental retardation, uh, birth defects, epilepsy, Parkinson's disease. <sighs> There, and the list goes on and on, and there's other things associated with it too, like ADHD, migraines, migraines. skin disorders, and personality disorders as well. I had one client who had who who came to me and said, "Take anything away you want except Diet Coke." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that's the only thing I ever want to ask <laughs> no one to have is right. is artificial sugar." And so she finally came around and said, "Okay, I'm going to try." And she had been having headaches at lunch every single day for years and years with her Diet Coke. She took it away, and three days later, her headache stopped. She had more energy. It was an amazing transition. Yeah, it was. I mean, aspartame is so bad that the U.S. Air Force pilots were even warned to not have any. 
um, because of all the dangers. But the FDA has a bandit. Oh, now that's confusing. All this research and all these scientific studies, it's very, it's very upsetting. So the next uh, set of sugar we want to talk about are sugar alcohols. And they're becoming much more popular these days too. So let's uncover the good and the bad about these guys. So we've got xylitol, sorbitol, malitol, erythritol are some of the more common ones. Anything that ends with an all at the end to rec be able to recognize it. And these are much lower in the glycemic index than sugar. But it can be difficult for the body to digest. I know for me, I get a lot of gas and need need to be by a bathroom when I have any kind of sugar alcohols, even when I pop gum in my mouth. But like the xylitol can be good for uh, reducing the amount of bacteria, the nasty bacteria in our mouth and right. can help prevent cavities. Yeah, so a lot of dentists are actually, you know, promoting xylitol. Right. And and if you don't have an issue with that, with digestive disorders of sugar alcohols, then they're okay for you. I don't have a problem. In moderation. With right. Yeah. But yes, they are concentrated right. and they do come from natural sources. They are naturally occurring in fruits. Um, so it's not that it's they're artificial. It's just that they're in, a, in amounts that aren't natural. Which is what we do, right? With all sugar, we take it into amounts <laughs> right. that aren't natural for us. We like this, we want more. Yeah, so there's another kind of sugar that's out there that's really popular these days is stevia. Mm -hmm. And that's being marketed under brand names like Sweet Leaf and Truvia. And so they're coming in packets and they're showing up on restaurant tables too. And stevia's pretty good. We're, we're pretty happy with that one because it's from a plant. It's from a green plant. I've grown it in my garden and the leaves are very, very sweet. It's much mm -hmm. sweeter than table sugar. Mm -hmm. The problem comes that again, it becomes highly processed. So it turns from a green plant into a white powder. Mm -hmm. So we suggest you try to find the green powders that are out there. Mm -hmm. It also comes in liquid form, which we like better than the white powder that's been bleached and processed more. Stevia is on our okay list as of right now. If you're used to artificial sweeteners, we often suggest stevia as a transition for you. Right, it's a really good alternative to those artificial sweeteners. The last one that's really brand new that's out there is monk fruit. Mm -hmm. And that's actually a fruit that's grown in the Far East and it's um, very, very, very sweet again. And of course they're extracting the sweetness out of it now and, and making it into a powder. It's also Luhan Guo mm -hmm. is another name for yeah. it. So that one is, we're sort of Feeling discovering right, that one right. and trying to figure it out. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's being marketed under the brand name um, Lacanto. Uh, but know that that's not purely monk fruit. That is uh, monk fruit combined with erythritol. So it's not purely monk fruit. So you'll be aware of that if you have issues with those sugar. So now that we know what kinds of sugars are out there on the market, we want to talk about how to deal with our cravings because we definitely love sugar. Right. And we know there's a roller coaster. So how do we deconstruct those cravings? How do we clean up our diet and find other sweetness in our life? Right. How to find the sweetness in our life without using sugar. Thanks for listening. I'm Wendy bright -Fallon. And I'm Debbie Peterson. Join us next time for more of Nourish Noshes. Continue the conversation about real people, real food, and real results on our Facebook page, Nourish Cookbook. Be well.